Blog Talk Radio. Whatever your passion or interest, chances are there is an MLM for that. When it comes to creating an income stream in your area that you enjoy, the start from scratch is the default go-to for many. Let's talk about the pros and cons of both business models. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Beerman. Thank you for taking us along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, or through our syndicated outlets. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money to move Christians to profitable stewardship via debt free wealth by embracing the Bible as a practical, relevant guide to success. So today's topic is MLM or Start from Scratch the pros and cons for the startup to consider. Now, people have a lot of opinions on this matter, and before the show, some people already left comments on my page, and I'm going to read those contributions on the air shortly. However, I do have a message from a dear friend uh, that she is she, she has a, a serious mission that she's on, and I'm supporting her in this, and I'm going to bring Donna on and have her share uh, very quickly um, what her program is. Uh, Donna, are you there? I am here. Go ahead, can Donna. Tell me? us quickly about, yes, I can hear you. Go ahead, quickly. Okay. Um, there are more than 1.6 million homeless children in the United States, and there may be more at any time. At any time, you can become suddenly homeless. So I'm doing a fundraiser to raise money to help the homeless and homeless shelters. Um, I'm doing this because I want to help specifically these 20 homeless people who are going to be the co-authors of my book, suddenly homeless and they'll share the, they they will share their stories so that we can all learn how to avoid some homelessness situations. Now you can become suddenly homeless when your home catches on fire then you have no place to go. As a matter of fact a situation like that happened just two days ago in my town, Philadelphia. Six families are now homeless, and that fire was started because an elderly woman fell asleep on her um, sofa with a cigarette in her hand. And we need to we need to move a, this along. So what, is, what is it you'd like us she's to do? Suddenly homeless. What are you saying? Okay, so sh- share share what you'd have what you'd like the audience to do quickly. Um, Trudy, did you post the link? I will. I the like link will to... be in the show page, yes. Okay. I would like for you to click on that link and just um, support our cause. Okay, guys, what, what Donna is doing, like she said, this fundraiser, and her goal is not only to get this book written, she would like to help the 20 co-authors with her book 
to, she would like to pay them for their story. So she needs some support. She'd like to pay them for their story. She's taking the book a step further. She actually intends to create a film out of this. So she is looking for our support, and if you are, I have already donated, and I'm fully behind this, uh, and if you are so uh, moved, I'm going to ask you to do that as well, and a link to that fundraiser will be in the show page, however you found this today. Thank you, Donna. Okay, so let's get back to MLM or start from scratch, pros and cons for the startup to consider. So whatever your passion or interest, chances are there is an MLM for that. And when it comes to creating an income stream in an area that you enjoy, most people default to the start from scratch. But more and more network marketing opportunities are becoming uh, present in the space that you want to be in. And a lot of these are ready with your affordable turnkey, ready-to-go business in a box. So I am doing this show to try and help you get some clarity. Considering that I have been in both MLMs and Start From Scratch, and I've observed teammates and friends do the same, I'm going to be sharing my observations. I also have my dear friend Aisha Catalano on with me, so she'll also chip in there regarding what I see as the pros and cons of the startup, small business entrepreneur, or the MLM that they may want to consider when deciding on an approach. I'm not going to tell you what approach to take. This can get really intense because, honestly, guys, both models have strong opinions of why they're in that space and not the other. And some are in both. But no one really wants to feel that they've made a wrong choice. So once they've made the choice, they tend to defend it strongly. And dare you say something negative, they may even take that comment personally. So my goal is not to to, to make the decision for you or to make a definitive as to which is the way to go. I'm actually going to try and remain as neutral as is humanly possible not because I don't have a personal preference, but because you do. And I want to create that conversation in your head and with your peers. So whatever decision you make, you walk away confirming your position or questioning the heck out of it. So this is, I want to just start a conversation in your head so you walk away confirmed or you're going to come, go back to the drawing table and get to a place where you become very confident in the decision that you've made. So I did have some show comments, uh, some comments that were posted before, um, but let me just bring uh, Aisha on and just have her say hi. And Aisha, are you there? I am here, Trudy. Good morning, and thank you so much for having me on your wonderful show this morning. Uh, yeah, once again, because you've been on many times. And Aisha also happens to be in both spaces as I am. In other words, she's been in MLM and she's been in Start From Scratch. So. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start by reading some of the posts that people submitted prior to me doing this show. Um, that way I can just set the sentiment of uh, the tone of what's out there, or at least for those who have responded. So I have Danielle Prestajohn, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Danielle. And she said, I started trying to do it on my own and just plain struggled. Since working with an MLM and an amazing team, I've been doing so much better. I love that I now have a team of people to work with and a clearly mapped system that works. Can't wait to hear, can't wait to hear your thoughts on this topic. And her information is danielprestonjohn.com. Her link is there if anyone wants to check that out. 
Judy Wright wrote in and she said, well, MLM is not for everyone. I have friends, with, I'm friends with lots of people in the industry and I have been approached by all of them. One of the downfalls of this probably. Everyone tells you to make a list of friends and family. A lot of people I know that have made it, did it through trade shows and Facebook. Some people place ads on various sites and trick people into thinking they're applying for a traditional job. I believe that gives the industry a bad name. Um, that's her contribution there. And then Sheena Yap Chang said, thanks for sharing the pros and cons. People need to be aware before they start an MLM company. Now, Sheena didn't share her link, but I'm aware that she's in Empower Network, which officially doesn't qualify as an MLM. However, it is a, a business opportunity that people can opt into and build a team. Um, Debbie Frank said, depends on the MLM. I've seen excellent plans and outright criminals on the level of Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> okay, Debbie. <laughs> Brett Gillian. <laughs> yeah. Brett Gillian chimes in as he says, MLMs don't work, but no one wants to admit that. They are typically product-based, which has inherent challenges, and they get you sucked into their company as a reason to sell expensive products under the guise that you can make a bunch of money off of it. While MLMs mock office drones, for their mindless efforts to build someone else's dream while they lease their limited time, they lease their limited time for, for a sickly hourly rate. MLMers put in twice as many hours for their own business or double their working efforts on top of the job they already have to later realize that working hard to get five people to pay $99 for an overpriced product they can find elsewhere for half the cost that they don't want or need just so you can get your 99 product for free while you fill up your garage doesn't work. At some point, someone has, to, someone has enough coffee, skin care, nutritional supplements or juice or with some berry that comes from some holy side of a sacred mountain. They don't need more and will drop their authorship. Well, this happens. The motivated recruit has to pay for their products and they aren't making a lot. Oh, okay, so there's a lot he had to say here. So the sentiment is on both ways. Um, some love it, some don't love it. That's, um, that's just what happens. Okay, so um, uh, Aisha, just say what, you know, throw something out there before I get started. What do you have to say maybe to some of those uh, responses? <laughs> um, the first thing that I had to do when I jumped on your website was chuckle because women make up 82% of the network marketing industry. So I found it uh, kind of ironic that the more of the positive comments came from your female audience. I thought that was very interesting. Um, but one thing I will say, and you said it yourself as well, is that everything isn't for everybody. And there are people who gravitate toward the traditional startup model just based on their background, their experience, their personality type, and their comfort level the same way individuals gravitate toward the network marketing and MLM models for the same reason. So I don't think that there is a right answer or a wrong answer or a right way to go or a wrong way to go. I think that forums just like what you have going on right now where people can get the education and the information um, that they need to make the best 
decision for themselves, and ultimately they're going to make that decision based on their resources available. For example, a lot of stay-at-home moms such as myself or a lot of individuals who have full-time jobs who are just looking for a little something different or a little something extra, they may gravitate toward the network marketing industry because of the situation they're in. And you have individuals who have no problem with startup capital, who have the time, energy, and drive to start a business from scratch, they may jump right into the traditional model just because that is what works for them. So I love forums like can share the positive aspects of either side of it. It doesn't necessarily have to be such a knockdown, drag out debate that it turns into so many times. More often than not, that's how it ends up. And I just appreciate forums like this one where we can share the lighter side because people are going to do what works best for them. Yes, I agree with everything you said. Now, I want to, I'm just, I'm not I'm hoping not to really give away if possible my personal position but I I am going to say this uh I have been successful in the network marketing space and I have also been in a network marketing opportunity that failed in other words the company closed doors and I had to deal with that because I had signed a recruit just before closure and it was just a disaster so I have been in both sides, I have a, a start from scratch, and that's also going well. So I have really been on both sides of the fence, guys. Um, I have seen the pros and cons of both sides of the fence. I created a little chart. Now, when um, when this is all over, however you're listening to me, on my, on my website, TrudyBearman.com, there will be a blog of the same title. And in it, I will extend it to include this chart that I created, which says feature, a column for MLM, and a response for start from scratch as I see it. Now, um, Aisha, uh, I want you to just jump in as you see fit. And, um, you know, bear in mind we have about 15 minutes of showtime left. But I'm just going to quickly go through the feature, and then I'll say MLM and start from scratch. So first of all, um, startup cost. Uh, from As far as I can tell, MLMs, you know what the startup cost is going in. It's unknown, and for the most part, it's usually affordable. Even if the price point is a thousand, three thousand, five thousand, and somebody may think that's high, I want to say maybe high because you may think it's high because you can't afford it. It doesn't necessarily mean it's high, and especially coming from a position that start from scratch. The startup cost is totally unknown and could get very costly because you have no template going in. You're just buying as you go, buying as you go, buying this, buying that. And you never really know, um, you know, until you're done. If you've got everything, oh, you got to get one more thing. Oh, you got to get one more thing. And by the time you're done, you may have ended up spending way more than the amount that if I said this is the amount to come in, you'd have gone, oh. So a lot of times, um, the MLM cost is known up front, whatever that amount is, you know what it is, or their levels of packages to go in, you know what that amount is. And for, mo- for the most part, especially compared to trying to start that exact business from scratch, it is a very affordable startup price. Yay or nay, yay or nay Aisha? Yay, absolutely yay. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. The next one I thought as a feature was mobilizing. How quickly can you get going? 
Again, with the MLM, very often it's immediate. It's turnkey. Um, with the start from scratch, maybe you're inventing the wheel or reinventing the wheel. And, it, you know, maybe it's something you can get started right away because it's a skill you've always had. You've been known for something. But, you know, when it comes to mobilizing it, a lot of people, even if they're very talented, uh, they have to develop their market, develop their brochures, develop their brand, da 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 And a lot of times it's a slow startup. So in terms of mobilizing and getting going, MLMs are usually immediate and turnkey and start from scratch. Tends to be a bit slower. Agree or disagree? I have a nay on that one. And let me tell you why. I think that some people go into network marketing expecting higher levels of success a little too soon. So while that is true that, you know, you can get moving a little faster with an MLM than you could with a traditional startup business, the expectation, I think, should be set um, with companies or with individuals who are recruiting others to join their companies. I think that that gets brushed over so often, and it does a disservice to the industry. I think that – Well, hold uh, on. A, hold on, Isha. I was realistic. talking – no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was talking about how easy it is to get started. Success comes down further a little bit later, so it's just how easy it is to get going. Just so up with an running. MLM okay. – <laughs> up and running, up and running. MLM, you get a turnkey, everything, web, website, branding, everything ready to go with the start from scratch. Even if you have all the talent, all the equipment, all the skill, everything, you have to gotcha. get your customer, we'll get your location. The, yeah. So the startup, the, the ready to go out the door is not a business in a box for startups from scratch, but it is business in a box ready to go for an MLM. How successful you are is a different matter. It's just it's ready to go. Uh, another feature is branding, which I kind of just mentioned right there. It, with the MLM, it's organization branded, but smart MLMers will learn to brand themselves. But for the most part, even if you brand yourself, ultimately the, the brand for the MLM is going to sneak in there somewhere. So when it comes to branding, the MLM is very heavily organization branded. A start from scratch, you decide the branding, the branding, or you had better. Now, I want to just say you can brand yourself with an MLM. However, it, it, it is a, it's not an easy thing for most people. It is a completely brand new skill set, and it tends to happen after a person has decided how they're going to approach their MLM business. So branding is a show in itself, guys, <laughs> but I just want to say that when, when you join an MLM, you're very much aware of the MLM brand heavily influencing a lot of what you do, whereas when you do start from scratch, you decide everything. You decide how you appear to the public, what your brand looks like, what your logo, everything is totally you. Agree or disagree? Absolutely agree, yes. Okay, next feature is support and training. Now, with the MLM, this is usually included. But a lot of times, external sources are also sought. So theoretically, theoretically, and this is theoretical now, with an MLM, you have some kind of upline. Unfortunately, <coughs> a, lot of, a lot of people complain that their uplines are non-involved, poor trainers, not, you know, whatever. But theoretically, there is an upline, and even if the immediate person above you is not, you know, very 
motivating all that. There's usually somebody further up the chain. The point is there's usually in an MLM, support and training is built in. But I, ha- I can tell you as a fact that MLMers usually, ex- usually seek a lot of external training as well. They're serial training addicts. They're personal training junkies. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. <laughs> but that is, <laughs> in other words, <laughs> that tends to come with the package. And so plan, if you go into MLM, you may not know it up front. This is not something they're going to tell you. But a lot of times there's a lot of extra and continuous expense for training and personal development. And something you're going to want to do in a sense that there's always the, 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 there's a perception that there's some secret that you haven't gotten, that the successful people have some secret, and you pay them for that secret. So there's a lot of expense when it comes to support and training. But with the start from scratch, you're usually on a figure-it-out-yourself basis. And because there is no you really are doing it all on your own. You have to figure out who your mentors could possibly be, figure out if someone who has done it before is willing to help you. So while it is not impossible, um, it is it is also an issue, and it's something that, you know, I want to just be real about this. Um, I just wanted to throw that out there. Aisha? Yay, I absolutely agree, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because it is one of those things that gets, you know, one of those unspoken truths. All right, we got like eight minutes. So opportunity for uh, opportunity for advancing in income and exposure. Opportunity for advancing. This is a success piece now in income and exposure. Now, statistically, only a few people seem to find that high, high, high success in MLM. It's it's available to all, but only a few seem to find it. There truly is a high failure rate in this industry. But I think it speaks to something that Aisha mentioned and it's expectation and it's, you know, I, I pay this money, therefore. It's like you pay for the gym and therefore. But, there, you know, at the same time, you, you hear comments like what Brett said and, and so whether it's expectation or, you know, delivery or how the whole system is set up, uh, th- there is failure in this business. But at the same time, and start from scratch, according to the IRS, most start-from-scratch businesses fail in their first five years. Now, there hasn't been any study that I can find that compares which fails faster or more often, the MLM startup or the start-from-scratch startup. But let it be known, there's failure in both. And in, in fact, for me, the start, the MLM that closed doors, you know, it's one of those things that they tell get in on the get in on the ground floor, get in on the ground floor. And that seems exciting because clearly, um, you know, the teams with if there's just a handful of people and all the teams are gonna pretty much spawn from the smaller bunch. But I tell you, because a lot of businesses fail within the first five years, there is there is wisdom in joining a business that's five plus years old because the company that I was in that had great momentum, you wanted to get in on the ground floor, I believed in the product, loved it, did well, built a team of over 437 people. They were under five years, they closed their doors. Poor management, they claimed there was a glitch in the system, whatever the case may be, and that's happened to more than one people. Z closed, there's many, many, many of them that have closed. So um, failure rate is, is high in both, but like in both, success is also a very real possibility. It really comes down to what you make of it and what you put into it and what you expect out of it and what you expect out of yourself. Aisha? 
Oh, absolutely. I could not agree more. All right, we have six minutes. I'm running through this. Recurring costs. Usually with an MLM, there's a monthly ownership of some sort. If it's not product, it's a business uh, investment to keep your website and so forth. And so many who are not successful or active in their MLM, honestly, from a debt-to-wealth perspective, guys, I'm all about the money. If you are not active, if you're not trying to work this business, you should reconsider because this monthly money going out is not only a burden, but it can become a very negative impact affecting your original goal, which is to make some extra money. Now, for some of you, you're only looking for an extra $500. But even then, you still have to work your business to make that $500. If you're just spending the money, spending the money, spending the money, and you're just spending that money on a ship because it's automatically drawn, and you're not doing something, making any attempt to build the business. Granted, some businesses take a longer time for that momentum to build. If you're at least trying, fine. But if you're not, that, to me, is a flat-out waste of money. In the scheme of things, though, it's still cheaper, whatever your auto ship or your monthly bill with an MLM, than in the case of a start-from-scratch. Because if you got to the point where you have an office, you have utilities, you have staff, and again, this is very comparative. There's no true comparison here. But you're, if you're spending 99 bucks, as Brett said, to keep your business going, Gosh darn it, I'm not sure what business you can keep running and start from scratch for 99 bucks. <laughs> However, <laughs> in a start from scratch, these costs truly are easier to control because you totally have 100% decision, including, you know, if it's not a month, if nothing's going on for your business this month and you're not doing anything, it's also not costing you. So a start from scratch does have a benefit in this area um, when it comes to recurring costs. And, and uh, Ownership and control, I'm running through, I have like four minutes left, and this show is going to wrap up. It's going to cut us off. Ownership and control, I think there's a false sense of security in the MLM because just like I said before, you are basically an independent distributor or a rep. You are not an owner. Although you can have a blend where you own your own registered incorporation and then you operate your MLM underneath that, which means you own your registered business, but you do not and will not own the MLM, and you usually have to sign something somewhere that says you cannot put the company liable for debts and blah, blah, blah. So ownership and control, a lot of people have a false sense of security. Like, I own my, no, you are an independent distributor, and if they close their doors, your product line has come to a complete halt. With, uh, with a start from scratch, you have full ownership. You are the CEO calling all the shots, including the future direction. With an MLM, you represent with a, with a, um, with a uh, ownership you own, quickly, yay or nay. Absolutely. You got it covered, okay. Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Uniqueness. Um, well, for the most part, it looks like MLMs are cookie cutters because they are basically a micro uh, franchise. But I want to tell you guys, you bring the X Factor every single time. You bring the X Factor every single time. I just saw a picture and I, of, two, of a person who went through uh, an art class, and I did this myself. 20 people in the room all following the instructor, all painting the same picture, and every picture looked different. Similar features but different. You will always bring the X Factor. So as much as it is, seems cookie cutter, really and truly it is cookie cutter to a degree regardless of what MLM you're in. There are some basic formats that apply to all, and then, of course, there's uniqueness of the product or the leadership. But there's a lot of cookie cutter there, but please make sure you bring your X Factor. With a start from scratch, it's completely unique to you, customized organization. You decide product lines, rules, everything. So when it comes to uniqueness, 
it, your your start from scratch is going to be 100% unique with your MLM, uh, a, 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 a smidgen of cookie cutter is going to be in there. Com- competition real fast. Sometimes feels very uh, fierce in MLM just because you know you're surrounded by a bunch of people doing the exact same thing. And sometimes, depending on when you've come in or the market you're in, you keep running into people in the same space. And some people begin to feel, oh, there's a scarcity. But there's never scarcity. It's all in your mind. It's just a perception. But there is that out there. With the start from scratch, theoretically, it could be wide open. But that's only if you did your feasibility study again. Because there may be another bakery in the area. But did you do your feasibility study? Have you differentiated your product, service, delivery, whatever? Wow, we're out of time. Um, recruiting is a major component for, uh, as an income stream for start for MLM. You have staffing or outsourcing options on the uh, business start from scratch. So, guys, I'm going to wrap this up because we're they're going to kick us off the air. Um, so, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, uh, Aisha, for being my awesome uh, co-host guest today. <laughs> Trudy Behrman here, and saying I love you all, and I see you. Next week, Aisha, you want to say goodbye? Want to tell them how to get in touch with you? Absolutely, everyone. You can reach me on Facebook. I'll post something on Trudy's link, and my website is ateamtravel.info. Thank you so much, Trudy. Again, ateamtravel.info, Aisha Catalano. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right, guys. So thank you so much, and I'll post this up on trudybearman.com in addition to the – Airtime, we'll have it as a blog. Thank you, guys.